Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast, where we have open and honest conversations about business strategies, thinking and habits that are essential to building a successful event planning business while enjoying a fulfilling lifestyle. I am your host, Mayo Silvers, an events veteran with over 20 years of experience and also an unstoppable eventrepreneur with two multiple six-figure events business. Come listen with an open heart and open mind. Be ready to reset, recharge, and rejuvenate your life and your business. Welcome to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast once again. Thank you so much for giving me your time once again every Thursday listening to our podcast. Today, I am going to share a topic that might seem a little puzzling by looking at the title of the podcast, but I'm going to shed some light to it. Basically, the title of the podcast is Having Many Clients for your business doesn't mean that you have a thriving business. What do I mean by that? What I meant basically is what it just said on the title. You may have a lot of clients, but that doesn't mean that you have a thriving business. When you're first starting your business, a lot of new entrepreneurs fall into the trap of just booking a lot of clients, okay? When you're just starting your business as an event planner, every time a lead comes in and then you book them, then you continue the process. Okay, booking clients, after clients, after clients, after clients. So you're calculating, as long as I'm making money, I'm good, correct? The question that you should be asking is, how much money am I making from each client? There are many ways to grow a business. One of the ways is to have many, many clients, correct? And another way is how much value can we get from one client? So let's quote an example just to make things clear. Business A has got 20 clients, okay? Business A has got 20 clients. Event planning business A has got 20 clients. Event planning business B has got 10 clients. And both made a revenue of $100,000, okay? So on their, on, on their software, let's just say Honeybook, it shows that they both made $100,000 thousand dollars so the question is how come business b only has 10 clients is able to make the same amount of revenue as business a that is because business b understands quality over quantity okay quality over quantity so assuming that these two business are a one-man show or one-woman show, okay, only one person, the business owner is running the business. It says not, it doesn't have a team. So only the business owner is running the business. So owner business A is one that makes um, $100,000 with 20 clients. 
So their mode of operation is, okay, I need to make $100,000 and divide that by, let's say, 20 clients. Okay, $100,000 divided by 20 clients. That means each client, they're making $5,000. Okay? So they have one goal, which is to make that $100,000. I don't care how many clients we need to book, but we need to get to $100,000. So they end up booking 20 clients. Business B, event planner, business owner B, thinks like a CEO. She puts on a CEO hat and asks herself, I want to hit $100,000. How can I get to the $100,000? Should I book 20 clients at $5,000? Or can I book 10 clients at $10,000? Okay. So what we're talking about here is the return on investment or the value of each client that you book. There is no point booking so many clients, working at so many events, and making the same money as another business owner who make the same amount of money as you, but working much less. What is the secret weapon here? The secret weapon all starts from the very, very, very beginning. How are you structuring your business? Are you structuring your business in a way that you are the business in the sense that you have a golden handcuff and you are the only person who needs to work the business? Or are you structuring the business the same way here for business B, that you are the only person working the business? but you know your desired CEO lifestyle and you don't want to have many events. You only want to have a certain number of events. And this is how I built M2 Hospitality, okay? My event planning company. I am a boutique style business where I don't have a team, employees, full-time employees, but I have contractors. And I also know the lifestyle I want to live and the amount of money I need to make in order to support the lifestyle. So I have the advantage of having another business, which is Events for Anyone, our coaching program, where we have the program called the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur for event planners. Whereas that business model is more of a mass market model. That means I will have a team, I built I built the revenue based on more than one person selling, okay? So completely different structure. So in this scenario that I have taught, that I mentioned, business A and business B, let's go back to basic, okay? Business A only know that they need to make $100,000. Doesn't matter how many events they need to, how many clients they need to book, all right? Business B knows that I want to make $100,000, but I only want to do 10 events a year. Whereas business A doesn't care. I want to do as many, I don't care how many events I need to do as long as I hit 100K. Both reach 100K, but one is overworked, whereas the other one is living the desired lifestyle. So here, where is the disconnect here? Disconnect here is understanding the value of each booking. So every time you take a lead, okay, 
take on a potential client, you have to ask yourself, what is the potential revenue I'm going to get from this client? What is the return on investment? Okay, what is the return on investment? If you if you have not done the exercise of creating your desired lifestyle, which is asking yourself how many hours you want to work and the type of lifestyle you want, how much money it takes to support that lifestyle, it's extremely difficult to answer this question of your ROI for each event. So business A did not do the exercise of going deep dive into their desired lifestyle. They just know that this is the number. It's all about the numbers, okay, which is how much revenue. So they just know that 100K. So they did not take the time to ask themselves how many hours, how many hours do I want to work? So they can have 20 clients and each client requires, let's say, if they can have, they have 20 clients, okay? And each client requires, I'm just going to say on average, 15 hours of work. Okay, so 20 times 15. So this business A works 300 hours, okay, for each event. This business A works 300 hours for each event and they make $100,000, right? So they work 300 hours because each event takes 15 hours, okay? So we take $100,000 dollars divide by 300 hours business a make 333 dollars per hour not bad business b said to themselves when i'm structuring my business i start i want to have my own business because i want to live my desired lifestyle and my desired lifestyle is to work only a certain number of hours so each event I only want to dedicate 10 hours, okay? So business B is very, very aware of the type of business they want to bring in. If the business is not a $10,000 business, because remember, they want to make 100,000, right? So then they only want to work 10 events. So that means each business or each client or each event needs to make at least $10,000 of revenue. So they are very, they are guided by their principles that they have set up for their business. And the guiding principle is every time when the lead comes in, I want to make sure that I achieve as close as possible $10,000 for this lead. So if someone comes in and they are not a $10,000 client, they wouldn't even entertain. So they are very, very aware of their marketing, their branding, their sales activity. Are they selling their offers to people who can afford them? So everything has a plan. Everything has an intention. So when this potential client comes in and it's a $10,000 client, they know that, okay, I can take on this client. And 
they are also very aware of how many hours they can dedicate to service this $10,000 client because they are guided by the principle of I only want to work 10 hours per event because this is how they have structured their business to live the desired lifestyle. So they will make sure that each event they do not work more than 10 hours, okay? So they repeat that process and they get 10 clients and they work 100 hours. So now we take the $100,000 of the revenue that they have accumulated in a year, divide by 100 hours that they have worked for the 10 events. Now, this... <laughs> business is making, okay, event planning business B is making $1,000 an hour. This is the difference between someone who did not, okay, between a business owner who did not go back to foundation in structuring their business correctly and thinking that, wow, I have a lot of clients. My business must be doing well. And then they hit $100,000, right? Which is a great number. And eventually, they didn't even take the time to calculate, okay, how much am I worth? How much am I actually making per hour? Versus business B, who has taken the time to draft out the guiding principles of their business structure, how many hours they want to work, the lifestyle that they want. And in order to support the lifestyle, they have to make $100,000. And because of the lifestyle that they want, the number of hours they want to work, they can only take on 10 clients and each client has to be $10,000. Okay? And because you only work a certain number of hours, you can only work maximum 10 hours per client. So they find a more efficient way of fulfilling their clients' needs, either by using a more sufficient technology or team, et cetera, et cetera. And they end up netting, making $1,000 per hour. You see the big difference? This podcast episode is probably somewhat uh, one of the episodes that you have to go back and listen a few times to get the math, all right? But it all goes back to structuring your business to support your desired lifestyle. I know you must be thinking, okay, okay, I get all those math, okay? I get the math. I know my desired lifestyle. I know how many hours I want to work. But how am I going to get the client that is going to pay me $10,000? It's All this seems like a myth. All this, all this in theory sounds great. Yeah, but I'm also telling you, me as a business owner of M2 Hospitality for over 10 years, that's exactly how I structure my business. I said this is the amount of business that I want to make, right, revenue-wise, and this is the amount of hours I want to work. So I pay special attention to the target market that I'm targeting. I space. I pay special attention on my marketing message. I'm extremely intentional 
on how I use my marketing dollars to get me in front of the people who will pay me that $10,000 per event fee. So all this all starts from the guiding principle of creating your CEO lifestyle and how much it takes to support your CEO lifestyle. And then that will guide you in creating your branding, your marketing, and your sales activities. Okay? So do not fall into the myth of hearing other event planners that they say that, oh my God, I'm so busy. I'm booked out for the year already. Good for you. Congratulations. I am not booked out for the year. I do one event a month, two events a month, and I'm making more than you. Hmm, what's going on over there? Right? So we need to pay attention to the numbers, not to the vanity matrix of, oh, you have a lot of clients. I don't care if you have a lot of clients. I, all I care about is how much are you making that you're keeping, right? Okay, both of us are making the same amount of money, same amount of money. And how many hours are we working? How many hours are we working? I have seen business owners, event planners who have a thriving business, but they are the business. If they fall sick, the money will not come because nobody is there to service the event. Okay? The, 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 the survival of the business is dependent on you. So you have to ask yourself, sometimes when you're setting up a business, when, you're, when you decide to have a business, what is the quality of life? Sometimes the quality of life, and uh, which basically is how many hours you want to work, all right, and to support that quality of life, you may not need to make $100,000. You may only need to make $80,000 and you work significantly less. It all goes back to this calculation and having a vision and then crafting your marketing, your branding, and your sales activities towards that. Okay? So, again, do not confuse a good business or a thriving business is one that has a lot of clients. No, a thriving business is one that has clients that has a high yield value and also a CEO who knows how to calculate their worth every hour, okay? How much it costs them every hour to do a job. So hopefully this gives you some clarity on how to structure your business so that you are not obsessed in getting many, many clients, but more obsessive in getting the right type of client that gives you the highest yield. All right. So thank you so much for giving me your time today. Today's episode is more of a CEO thinking, CEO decision-making, really asking you to audit yourself. Dial back, go back to basic and see if there's anything you need to change in your business structure to get you to where you really want to be. Ultimately, we want to live our best life doing what we love, making the money that we desire. Correct? And this episode is the little baby tipping point here for you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, just remember 
to drop me a review, a rating, and also what is your biggest takeaway when you put in in your ratings and your reviews. And share our podcast with anyone, especially in the events field, if you think that it's beneficial for them too. Referral marketing, referral marketing, word of mouth is one of the best way to grow brand visibility and the financial health of the business. Thank you so much for your time today and I'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Unstoppable Eventrepreneur Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, can you do me a favor? Please leave us a review and also share our podcast so we can help more eventrepreneurs out there. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss any new episodes.